Oh, hey. How's it going? Not bad. <laughs> How are you? My name's Phil. I usually start the podcast. It might sound a little different today because I got some laryngitis, but let's make a podcast anyway. Welcome back to the Positively Negative Podcast. Where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of positivity in a world that can be quite negative. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble. And we're, we're glad, glad you're, you're here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that can stay. <laughs> that can stay. <laughs> I'm so funny. That can stay. That can stay. <laughs> I'm making stay. the rule of what By can stay. By royal decree, <laughs> I believe oh. that, do believe that is humorous, and I, I believe it can stay. I am signing off on this introduction. That is, it is uh, a serious, uh, canned amount of laughter it contained within it, and I am seriously enamored with myself. Oh, that can stay. Do you know what I mean? Like, could you be any more up your own rectum that can stay? Who says that? <laughs> Don't tell me now we got to record new ones because you're, you're... We maybe have to change that. Uh, <laughs> are, you, are you doing that, like, gif of the guy on Star Trek, like, at the control panel? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. with the next one we do, we can do it in person. How about that? Ooh. And we can clink beers at the end because we'll be in person. I love that. It's going to be like, uh, oh, we'll have to have like some kind of like 12 shots lined up and like uh, not a truth or dare, but some kind of like where it's obviously the person's like not saying the right thing or, or like trying to, you know, ad lib around it and they have to have a shot. Oh, I'm I don't down. Know. We'll work on some. We'll no, I did. You know I think in our trello in our Trello board, I did put a drinking game in there, but I forgot what it was. But it's. Trying, I mean, are you, are you trying to what, are you trying to own the idea now? I mean, like, am I not allowed to have three? I three said thoughts? it first, and it can oh, stay. It uh-huh. can stay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying I, do, I don't normally like peas on my plate, but they can stay. They can stay. Yeah. <laughs> um, report. Report plays data. I, th- I I I will say I will say I think computers have done a lot of damage on my brain over oh. the last twenty thirty odd years. Well, no, because I do look at a lot of things too logically. Sometimes I don't like I don't let them breathe. You know, I'm like, yeah, it's a one or a zero, alive or dead. You're a Capricorn. That's what you do. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I know. I know. Listen, I know. at least just take comfort in the fact that. There are facts and real things in your life because on this side it's just woo. <laughs> I know, Baiza. It's just unicorns and clouds. I get it. It's a lot. It's a lot. Nothing's real. Everything's everything. That's is not everything. that. That's not a bad place to be if okay. everything else is real and you're not. I like that. <laughs> uh, positivity. What has felt a negative month in the past is what I called this episode because i hate episode numbers and i I don't write for seo and i i think productive positively negative is kind of like our real realness you know i kind of like that in our podcast um i don't know where all the traffic came from from the last episode but we jumped up from like 70 like listens for that episode 70 listens in general to like 135 like just poof, like jumped up and we earned like 60 cents so thanks we nearly got a coffee uh, i don't know who's like giving people a quarter of a cup of coffee these days but you know like if you've got no money you've got no money i get it just give me the grounds to go i'm making myself 
Just just give me the uh, vouchers. Just give me the vouchers and I'll get How about my a own. server? I just go to a different coffee place and get a, an element of each the coffee Listen, of each place. What? I'm te- I'm telling I'm telling you Listen. as long as th- as long as money starts to come in from like Upwork and things, I I can't wait to do a big shop, the next big shop. Like I hope I've got something in place before you get over where I can do a big shop. Like Yeah. I, you know, I, I really want to – I just want to stock up on, like, so much that we've got, like, two or three weeks, four months – a month's worth, four weeks' worth of stuff in. So I can be like, there's the cupboards, there's the rice, there's the, like, three massive big pots of coffee. We're set. We don't have to, like – I mean, we obviously will go and do stuff on a daily basis, but not having to do the shop uh, it's a drag. is a big deal. Yeah, it's a, it can be a drag. But and like, it makes like meal prep so much easier. I mean, I really, yeah. I really want to get like, Sorry. feel like we bring meal prep up every episode, but I really want to get like a schedule. Well, you just, and you do it on Wednesdays, so like, and we oh, do this podcast right. normally on Wednesdays. So, yeah, That's probably why because I literally have a pot of soup boiling upstairs. <laughs> but I know, uh, I felt like the universe was calling me to make some soup. Like, What's in your soup today? It's the soup. It's not just. What do you mean it's the soup? It's the soup that sound- ends all soups. It's the soup that may stay. <laughs> that can stay. <laughs> That's what you said the first time I made it for you. You can stay. It was stay. nice. Oh, um, good. Yeah, it's grandma's. It's a grandma's chicken soup. It's like the most basic, the most simple soup. And there is something that cannot be explained by religion or science uh, that happens when it's all together. And I just like, I, felt I was, I, I ended last week feeling really run down. And it's just like, it's interesting how we seek comfort in our like different ways. <laughs> or I don't know what it was, but I just had this feeling like you're going to need that soup next week. And so I went with it because I don't like, mm. e- I know when I get very like overly stressed or overly str- stretched or I'm working too hard that that's mm. when I start getting sick, you know, you just, or even when you're not sick, it's like that just pre-sick feeling where you just run down and you're just like, your nose is running and you have headaches for no reason. Your throat's sore. It's just like, it's, it's this time of year too. It's just like the weather. And this is the soup that is just like, uh-uh, not today. <laughs> it just it like props you up. Yeah. Really? It just like props you up and like atones for your sins. And it, mm. it just like makes up for whatever you're lacking. I feel like. Wow. <laughs> I feel like this in December, in December, we like operate from a place wow. of lacking. Viagra's um, got nothing on your suit. <laughs> Makes you stand up. I mean, wow. stands up, sit down, whatever you need. It's there. It's oh. the hokey pokey. Um, no, it's a, it's a damn good soup, man. And uh-huh. you know this yeah. firsthand. Um, and I just needed it. Like I needed, I needed it to be easy because it's also something I can just make like literally half asleep with one hand tied behind my back. It's just like a no thought, no mm. effort, cheap. Throw it all in the pot and. Let it melt away all your sorrows. So, sorrows as well now. Uh huh. <laughs> wow. I'm being dramatic. Okay, I'll admit. It's that. normally me who's like negative, but like uh, I don't know. I was well, just like oh. that can stay. Um, Push me a bowl of that in front of me because you know everything around me is everything is awful. No, it really is. It's fine. It's just like something easy that I felt like I needed to do. I can rely can imagine, on it. Yeah. Can you imagine how busy. A soup kitchen would be if you made that. That soup, I'm like, telling yeah, you. Yeah, for for like a like a 
you know, community run kitchen, if you just made like two big vats of that stuff yeah. and just said to everybody, all right, it's a pound or like people really genuinely couldn't afford it. We just like, you know, just get them to soup all damn day. And it's the type of thing where it is like, as soon as you start feeling like you might maybe be getting sick, you just, you, that's like my family's always just done. Like anybody's got a sniffle, the soup's getting cranked, <laughs> cranked it's on a, the stove. It's a celery. It's the celery, celery for sure. Yeah. It's definitely the celery. It just sorts you out. So Yeah. You cook a celery like that in a chicken broth, like next to like chicken bone, like you're winning, aren't you, really? Yeah. There's something, there's got to be something going on. Maybe Elon Musk can look into it. Yeah, because he's not busy at all with anything at the minute. <laughs> Whatever. Sure, Elon can look into your soup Whatever. DNA structure. I mean, he's- All right, so you're calling the shots this week. I have yeah. no idea what this what's going on. All right. Well, we Not both really. got we got both um, we got both open Flipboard. I just thought that maybe I don't know. Maybe I was inspired by the fact that we Flipboard is one of our sponsors. I think on our other podcast, uh, but oh. we do have a Flipboard account for our um, for positively negative. We made it like way back when we started the podcast, and yes. we just kind of made it like I guess initially for ourselves, just to like chuck ideas in there and see if it was anything we wanted to talk about. But we've always shared the board because uh you know we wanted other people to see the type of things that we were looking at so i well, thought has seven other followers which is kind of scary i never noticed that before all ai bots <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah, uh, probably but so there we have that but we also have individual like individual accounts individual profiles and i kind of wanted to just do like a little roulette and see one compare like what type of things they suggest for me versus for you, because I think mm-hmm. that's interesting to see. And then also just kind of keep it open ended and see what's uh what's in there for us today. We'll just like, it'll be like a, the magical eight ball of flipboard can guide our, okay. can guide our hearts and our, and our dreams today. It's <laughs> the best way to wrap up anything. <laughs> It's <laughs> the freaking dinosaur movie. Does it All feel right. like December the twelfth to you? Because it, nope. it doesn't feel like any time ever for me. I've no, decided no, that. I'm, no, I'm no, done talking me about yeah, time. Yeah, time, time can go blow on because it could be any time. Can it? <laughs> it's so true. It's it so true. It came up to. It came up with um between me and my dad like. Uh, in October because all of a sudden it was my brother's birthday and he was like, what? (laughs) I just started laughing. And ever since then he said something about like, yep, it's Christmas in a couple of weeks. And I was like, I don't acknowledge that. I don't acknowledge any of it. It's all fake. None of it's real. Uh, I have no no link to the perception of time at all anymore. It's kind of scary. I will subscribe to that whole story thing. I saw about time is actually in our own minds. Mm-hmm. Now, like we mm-hmm. we navigate it in our own minds, there actually isn't any. I don't know. It got all metaphysical and uh, string theory, but I kind of I kind of liked it. It made me feel at, at ease with the fact that time kind of runs away. Because at one point, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, I remember time like looking at sand. Going when somebody said like the sands of time, I read it in a book or a cartoon or a fucking I don't know where I read it, but I read it somewhere. And it was like you know. Like this, <laughs> yeah, maybe some some like that was like oh the sands of time and blah, blah, blah. it was like they had this like slow motion clock and the the fucking sunshine on a uh, on a sundial you know like oh this means it's getting darker you know like 
Um, and, you know, I remember also being a kid and looking at sand going through my hands thinking like, oh, yeah, everything's like granules, like small, like everything comes from somewhere, like and everything's, you know. And as I've got older and I see more and more reports about like, oh, this ice sheet's melting now, 98% of it's gone, sorry, like 28 meters high. It's like, fuck, like the time from that to that, like mm-hmm. even though even though, even though, though you say to me, you know, humans have caused this much damage in 50 years, I've been here for 45 of those, <laughs> you know? So I'm like, ah, shit, really? Right. So basically what you're saying is since I've been around, uh, we've been fucking things up. So like, I don't know, man, that whole track of time thing, I've got to the point now where I've accepted my fate. I've accepted the fact that I've done a lot of damage on the planet. I have woke up. I feel more educated now. I feel like the, I can't blame, I, I can't blame the government although they could have done a bit more hard work to do with packaging, especially stuff from Taiwan and, and China. But uh, nobody's to blame. Consumerism, materialism, I accept it. Wow. Making changes. Uh, you know, just going to life a pie the rest of it. Just going to life a pie of it. Going to have you in the boat, which is the tiger. Let's we'll see where we can get to. <laughs> I'm the tiger? <laughs> yeah. You're well, the just tiger, keep babe. chucking me fish and I'll keep away from you. Chucking you fish? What am I like? I'm a suit. I'm a, sh- a sushi sous chef now, am I? <laughs> well, when you do, when you get that sushi knife in your hands, you transform yeah. into a whole nother person, You're, which might be right. a little bit like <laughs> it's borderline racist, I would say. It's not racist? something we should, well, stereotypical. Oh, with, the, with the, like, oh, with the British, inter- in, yeah, in Well, when you just, like, you trans, yeah, yeah, you just transform <gasps> into like, the sushi the sushi chef of your mind yeah <laughs> yeah is, yeah which is an interpretation true. unto itself that's but true actually yeah usually involves like a headband being wrapped around your head and then <laughs> and then karate chopping which i yeah, appreciate which is, all of it you know i mean you gotta make the time pass don't you <laughs> yeah i can't wait to make sushi again though like yeah on the I miss rag. it i do um, miss it because we but, were production line in it. Yeah, go on. But you know what you were talking about, the sands of time watch. We're not even going to get to Flipboard. But, like, I think it's interesting. I always thought that uh, hourglasses were fascinating as a kid. Like, I remember we had one, a little egg timer one to, like, boil mm-hmm. an egg. Yeah. And I just, I love the thought that a bunch of people were like, all right, we're going to get this amount of sand <laughs> and the time that it takes to go from here to here, that's an hour. We I love the that fact. It is, and that's I love what the fact it is. that you painted that for me in the fact that somebody from Jersey came up with it. <laughs> like for a minute, for a minute there, the way you said that, I was transported to some little Italian place some bakery. with a bunch of guys in the back who have just been importing all those little things from God knows where on the planet. And Everybody like, listen. Now, yeah, we all gotta agree what the hell an hour is because johnny yeah. over here he came back in 15 minutes and this motherfucker he's still gone <laughs> yeah no we had them we had them but like i only used it it's funny isn't it you use it a couple of times and it's kind of lost its appeal it's like yeah yeah i know what that does now i just i don't know i remember we had one in the house and i would always play with it and then i also remember a couple of like games like board games that relied on that as a timer so i have this very like i have this very like anxiety type feeling it it really is like the perfect representation of how you feel when time passes which is like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck yeah with the sun going down the bottom in (laughs) the middle yeah you're waiting little granular things that are like building up and building up to like then once there's no none left there's none left 
And like, what does that mean? That now there were like at the end with like, <laughs> there's this little game down here, down in the basement at my dad's called Perfection. And I literally looked at it and I remember playing this game a lot when I was little. It's a game called Perfection. And it was the yeah, pieces. You have little things that pull. Uh, I think yep. I played this. Yes, and it's like if you don't, if you didn't grow up with perfection, it's like this this um, this plastic square box, and yeah. it's got all these slots in it for different shapes. Yeah. And you push <laughs> yeah. the you push the middle piece down, and you have to match all the shapes and put them in their correct spot before the entire thing pops up How in your weird face. Is that? I played that too. Yeah. Plastic everywhere. And I, had I was a lot of like, those games. Did you have oh, operation? Yeah. Did you have operation? Hell yeah. Yeah, the one way, yeah, yeah. But yeah. perfection was on a time base and it was always like a different amount of time. So you never knew when the whole thing was going to explode. Yeah, and the, I whole, was like, the whole point of the game oh. was just to be terrified at the end yeah. of it. Yeah, that's exactly like, what it was. And yeah. I was like, wow, like I, I really, I don't, I wonder how many people who grew up playing perfection are now like freelance artists or freelancers for clients because- <laughs> The tagline of the game is match the shapes before time runs out. And I literally feel like if you boil down everything that I do in a day, that would also be the tagline. That could also be the diversity report for Upwork, couldn't it? <laughs> match the shapes before the time. I'm like, you know what oh. I mean? So we just, it's just basically an anxiety training module is what this game is. I'm glad that that's what I grew up playing. That's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Of all the things perfection but yeah time's a motherfucker let me tell you can be it doesn't give a damn it does not give a damn no uh, you know time's got a packet of marlboros and foot to the floor and is sipping the last bit of whiskey that's what time is (laughs) it's so true don't care who you are where you're from what you did as long as you love me time is always fifth gear all right so i have an idea since flipboard is so flippy how about yeah. I will just, I'll flip on my flipboard and you tell me to stop and whatever we land on, we can talk about it or not talk about it and we can switch over to you. We can take turns. All right, go for it. All right, go I'm flipping, it. flipping, 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 stop. flipping. Apple Watch, ECG, already finding stealth heart problems. All right, we'll talk, we'll quickly talk about that. I mean, I mean, it's pretty amazing that we've got technology that can do ECGs now. Mm. I do feel... I do feel that a lot of this is surreptitiously just creating marketplaces, though. I feel like mm. it went from iPhone Xs with cameras. I mean, the jump from iPhone 8 to the X with, oh, by the way, we have this camera now that like can, can do face tracking and unlock the phone with your face and all this shit. Thousand points and, it, and it was wrapped up. You know, and it's wrapped up with like, oh, yeah, but you can make your own emojis. It's like, yeah, you're making your own emojis, but you're also tracking me for the next two years mm-hmm. of what my face looks like mm-hmm. and storing that or doing stuff with it somewhere. And now I feel like while the ECG is amazing, the fact that, you know, it can tell me, oh, your heart's like playing up uh, and you need to get looked at or whatever. Um, I feel like that without the ECG, every time I go in an Apple store and told how much everything is to buy. I have, that's I don't what need I have an ECG to have a heart. I don't need an ECG for to have a heart attack. All I need to do is go into an Apple store I'm and realize you. how much their laptops are like. Listen. So, no, seriously, going back going back to the point, really, yeah. ECG amazing. If it's saving people's lives, amazing. Trip detection, all of that stuff. I do feel though that it's um, like Emperor's New Clothes. I feel like it's just hardware wrapped up, looking for a problem. I mean, it is a problem, but I think the problems being 
like be, being put into a position of like, oh, but now we can do this. Whereas before it's like, well, you know, uh, is it something that like, on mass we, we need to be tracking? We I don't know. We okay. I don't know. I know. I get you. I totally get you. I mean, when I think about people that I love, like I, I would want to know if their heart did something weird and like, you know what I mean? If it, it could, it could prolong somebody's life, but also now that's something I need to think about on a daily basis. <laughs> and like life is already a lot. And I just, and maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's indicative of the fact that I just take my heart for granted that it just ticks. It's literally not stopped ticking for 30 some odd years. Like that's a, an incredible thing. Uh, but also I, I just need thing, some things in my body to be automated. Just I mean, some of how them. much, how much branding, like how much branding of the story in the journey does Apple really need? I don't want the last 30 seconds of my life to, to be me having a flashback about my Apple watch going, Oh, by the way, your heart's fucked. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, I mean, like, is that going to be the advert Apple, you know, the mm-hmm. Apple mortuary? You know, yeah, these are all these, these are all experiences of the last thirty seconds of people's faces as they looked into their iPhone X. And we Don't worry, everything we, is like, we've already know, paid like, for I, I your funeral know. services with Apple Pay when we saw your yeah. e- 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 was off. Just the swipe, with, just swipe with your blinking eye, oh, your no. your right eye. Oh, oh my god! No. That's, that's, so but morbid. also, I I think we're also kind of making it kind of. Uh, I'm concerned about how fashionista access to this stuff is like you still need four or five hundred quid more to be to be able to buy that feature are we going to get to a point where like Mm. you know the provisioning of the human uh unit as as it'll probably end up being yeah uh, if you don't have all of these things in place like a health class system yeah exactly yeah Yeah. exactly yeah totally agree like that movie well we already had that yeah, yeah, just in time. Always. Oh, that movie's just... Yeah. I think about that movie maybe once a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty wild. crazy. Yeah. All right, why don't you start flipping? I'll tell you when to stop. All right. Flipping time. It's time to flip. It's flipping time. Music for flipping. Flipping time. Stop. All right. You've got three choices. Uh-oh. I know which one you're going to go for because they're spread across you because I'm on desktop, not on my phone. Oh, okay. Uh, I've got like three across. So you can go with uh, this rare Empire Strikes Back crew jacket has been remade for Star Wars. Uh, people over 40 shouldn't work more than three days a week. Oh, or four, okay. Or four, or four high-protein slow cooker recipes that will help you get rid of stomach rolls fast. <laughs> Damn, I I want to. Okay, I'm so torn. <laughs> How about like you do I, all three? I feel like How I about could, you do all three? All right, I feel like I could talk shit about one, be interested in one, and then be like and call bullshit on another. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'm sick right. of every. I'm sick of Star Wars. Bye. I used to love it. I you. I it got so <laughs> ruined for me, and I'm in okay. mourning of it still. So bye, Star Wars. Uh, slow cooker recipes. Literally everything. Every recipe I've ever seen over my life's period claimed to remove belly fat, and they've literally been some are high fat, some are low fat, some are high protein, some are low protein, some are gluten free, some are very starchy. We don't know what does anything with the human body until yeah, Apple tells us, apparently. So screw that. <laughs> People over 40 shouldn't work more than three days a week. I disagree. I highly disagree because of the book that we read last year, that Igi Kai book. Yeah. Excuse me. I. 
I've been brought up in a Western society where oh, the goal of working was to be able to retire. That was like, that's always been the goal. That's what I heard adults say my entire life. Like, oh man, did you hear about Jimmy? He's 40 and he's retired already. He's, he's down in Boca. Like, and that was always something to, to strive after. But if you look at countries which are classified as blue zones and blue zones are the countries where people regularly live to be over a hundred. That's just like part mm. of it. It's not like an anomaly there. There are the places around the world. A big part of um, what they've found in blue zones is that people work until they literally can't anymore. It has nothing to mm. do with money. It has nothing to do with status or, you know, achievement. It just has to do with like, you have a trade and you do this thing that you, that you love and that you find purposes in and that you find flow in. And, um, and that's what keeps you going. And I really, really think that, um, that's what keeps your brain on. That's what keeps your body going, like keeps you physically active. I don't know. I think work is so important. I think stress Maybe people, maybe they meant to say people over 40 should be working at their stressful jobs three times a week because that, that makes sense. But work, I think work actually keeps you alive. It actually keeps you young. I don't think we were meant to be like, think about retiring at 40 and then just sitting on your ass for the next 70 years or whatever. Look, That's just look, too much time off. Work, I, I, dude. I mean, every, every documentary I've ever seen about like retiring especially to, to do with america and like florida and you know the old people like just going off and living on a like, old people's like what looks like a you know massive big activity center with like the dancing and everything i have no desire to live the last 20 or 30 years like i'm in the fucking film cocoon i'm telling right? you i'll watch I'll, I'll i'll watch i'll watch cocoon i like cocoon i don't need to live Every day as cocoon. Why do you think I they were so it. stoked when they when they got in that pool? Because that it wasn't great yeah, the beforehand. Pool, listen, I'm always down for like a, an Amazon Prime pool. You know, like if if Amazon can prime my pool with some kind of like I don't know what they're putting in there. Cryogenic. Uh, yeah. Then then sure, I'm going to pay pay for my Prime Prime Time pool <laughs> subscription. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. but no, I, I don't like the idea of like some homogenous like site with everybody wearing white slacks and, and just like dancing in. I'm playing in shuffleboard. Linear, Have you ever played shuffleboard? Rhythmic fashion. I've played shuffleboard, yeah. The worst, I, man. I prefer bowls. I prefer like the uh, French, like, you know, the silver ball thing. That's pretty cool. I don't know that one. I know bocce ball. Oh, it's cool. That's the Italian. Yeah, it's bird. probably the same. Where you throw, where you throw the ball up. And towards the thing, yeah. So like you throw it towards like kind of like horseshoes, but with balls instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty badass. I, mean, I remember right. against well, Yugoslavia we, as a kid. We could do that when old, I guess. But I wonder if our generation is just going to be live streaming in like and <laughs> like in senior homes are going to have to have like gigabit internet <laughs> minimum <laughs> in order for people to be happy and it's be like a VR black mirror world. But. I just feel like your body, like your, my body like craves motion when I'm at the machine too much. I, I feel like I need to, to move. Yeah. You got to move it. Body in motion will stay in motion and a body at rest will stay at rest. So like, like, okay. For an example, my grandmother is 95. She was 95 this year. She got her license to start, um, to start selling houses. She got her realtor's license when she was 
60, 60. Wow. Got her license at 60. Learned how to drive at 40. That's crazy. Yeah. And like the woman is, I mean, obviously she's got a 95 year old year old's body, but like her brain, she's still like a hundred percent intact. She can, you know, she remembers everything. She can tell you what's going on. She can multitask. She can do a lot of things that people, you know, have yeah, for age. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. A lot I'll of that doesn't work. Listen, anybody over like 70, 75, 80, like that, that's a damn good innings, if you ask me. Like, if, you, if you're getting to that, like, 80 years on planet Earth is enough for anybody. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you. Like, the alternative is actually probably better. Yeah. Because, like, things just get frustrating after, after that about well, time. I saw, I saw my gran and, you know, how my nan's like, my mom's, like, changing and everything. It's like, mm. you know, I don't wish anything like that on it. But, like, you've had a life at that point. That's what you're here to do. And you, yeah. you do it. You get it in, you know? You get it in. Well, my mom's my mom's my mom's motto. She said it to me this weekend when I was visiting her. She would she'll say, "If it ever comes to it, just get the pillow. Get the pillow. Just do it quick while I'm sleeping. Get the pillow." I'm like, Jesus. "Mom." She's like, "Just get the pillow. Just shut it down." Like Jesus oh Christ. Yeah. And it, you only you only wanted to know what she wanted for tea. I'm telling you. So I'm I have two you. two things I wanted to throw in there uh, today, like just out of that list instead of the scrolly scroller thing. Because the scrolly scroller thing is cool, but like I don't want to go through that like three things again because that was weird. Um, this one I, I've I've sent you the links to them, but like the first one is I think you're going to be excited about it. Is that uh, December the seventeenth? So five days from now, uh, Firewatch is coming to the N- oh, Nintendo Switch. My God, what a how game! How cool would it? How how cool would it to be playing that on on the uh, on the Nintendo Switch? I, like that that's one thing I really want to get Bella is the Nintendo Switch, and I think she would really I think she would really dig that game. Yeah, that's a, you know what I mean. Such a good game. It's so so good on any platform, but I'm sure on the Switch with like headphones in, you could just get really get like mm. immersed. And to quickly jump onto like segue back a little bit um, about life and you know age and stuff. There's this guy uh, from the Munchies article, uh, last call from Dan Tanner's uh, veteran bartender. This is a guy who's worked in a place for like 40, 50 years, and they call him, his nickname is Dr. Cavornian Slow Death is his nickname. Oh, God. And uh, he basically feeds them, feed, feeds the people alcohol, cigarettes, and Viagra. And uh, he, he works as like a bartender, has done for 40 years, drinks 20 shots a night, Um and, oh sorry, God. fifty years, yeah. and and has kept fifty years of Hollywood secrets. Like that's a that's a life right there, you know. Like th- th- a guy who's bumping into real people every night, yeah, doing doing a bunch of shots, like giving them cigarettes, giving them alcohol, giving them like whatever they want. As you know, I, don't, I think he works in a hotel chain somewhere, but he's done that job for fifty years. You know, yeah. that's that's living. Even even if he hasn't got the same kind of life as the people who come through the door, like he's done a job. People know him. He's consistent. You know. Some people might only go there once a year or come back like five years later or 10 years later and it's still working behind the bar. Like there's something hmm. something really reaffirming about stable things in the world. When the world looks like it's going to shit all around you and you can go to a bar somewhere in the world yeah. and that same guy who served you five years ago, 10 years ago, that instantly brings you back to when you were there last, you know? Mm. Like there's something, something, something stable in the longevity uh, and the consistency of something like that, you know? Yeah. That's like the one thing that we don't ask 
for modernization from is like the mm. lo- those local spaces, those local bars. Like we don't, you know what I mean? Like if, if you think about like your favorite local pub and you walked in one, one day and there was just like iPads built into the tables, it just mm. would be like, mm, like I'm good. You know, that just seems like, I, I don't know. I feel like there should be some sacred places that just stay the same. Like, well, I think you've hit the nail on the head because I mean I made the mistake of uh, when I was with um, Bella we uh, we went into town and we made the mistake of going to Mackey's because it was like oh I, you know I want to use the screens and stuff and all the stuff which by the way I don't know if you've seen the report in the UK but like those screens are covered in feces oh the of people no that are, like, touching it they did like loads of samples and stuff so if anybody does go to mcdonald's or you're ordering food from an electronic screen make sure you like you clean your hands after you've used it because everybody else is putting their fingers on it um but one side effect i've noticed about the electronic order ordering is now you don't have a busy queue but you have a lot of people who don't talk each other talk to each other or make eye contact around the around the collection point mm. so you've so you've solved your problem but you've created one for the people who were quite happy to wait in a queue. And by the time that kind of gets sorted out, you, you, you're not you're not really waiting for that long. The, the bottleneck is the person taking the orders and then the kitchen can go faster. That's great. But you've not really prov- – your provisioning of like, oh, we'll put some like an- Android devices out here so you can play some games for a bit. Like missed opportunity. Super missed mm. opportunity there. Like – Think of, think about ripping all of that out and maybe having it like Monday to to Sunday with just uh, five groups of people pitching their startup. Right. How cool would that be? Or right? even you like- go into a food place, automated food place, but you've got a captive audience for at least five ten minutes. Like you could get all these students like working on their elevator pitches. Like I, I think we've just got everything back to front. Yeah, I just I feel like there's that's always going to be the first clumsy iteration of doing that stuff where it's just like, oh, we want to be able we want people walking by to be able to see that there's iPads from from outside from inside. So like, let's just chuck them in there. But I feel like the second version of that is like what you're saying, actually using it in a smart way. Like what if okay, great. And I know it helps parents when like, it gives the kids something to focus on. But maybe instead of that, maybe all of the iPads were networked and all the kids could play a game together or solve uh, or solve a puzzle or do something collaborative from all the different tables. Do you know what I mean? So then it's still like they're still incorporating a social element and, you know, but it's enhanced by technology. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, I kind of want to, I kind of want to scrap the, I want to scrap the device, the the ordering bit. Fine. But don't give me another screen for them, for my, child to then go on to like i, I don't really know matter. Like, every some, kid's got their own damn phone anyway so what's true but i'm just saying it's well i'm just saying it's decent yeah exactly I'm, it just decentralizes it just desensitizes that whole like food experience i guess that's what they want to do they well, get yeah. to the point where we don't complain about like how it's made or how it's prepared or where it comes from or the so fact that it's not meat anymore it's just like yeah exactly well, yeah, and that's another it's thing a shame. In terms it's of opportunity. Like, that's another term thing in terms of overeating where like when you're what there's studies that have proved that if you are used to watching tv or doing something or multitasking while you're eating you're not a you're not enjoying the food but b you're not paying attention to when you're actually full so then that puts the control in the provider's hand by what portion they decide to give you 
Do you know what I mean? Instead mm. of you being like cognizant and being present in the moment. And also like when I'm in an eating out experience, and this didn't always used to be the case with me because it was just culturally, you just ate out a lot. But now when I'm in an eating out experience, that's like a treat. And that's something that I want to like enjoy. There were hours of my life that went into working for the money to provide me this experience. And so in, if I was on, if I'm on my phone or on a device the whole time, I'm like robbing myself of the thing that I, you know, at that point just hook me up to a nutrition drip. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like mm. if we're not going to be present and this is coming from the Italian and like, you know, we kind of have an unbalanced view of food, but like, I do think food should be enjoyed and appreciated and noticed. Like you have taste buds for a reason. We could have been made to like just absorb nutrients from the air. I think it's a massive blessing that we can taste food now we can enjoy yeah. it in that way. Like, I always do my best to make yeah. sure that you enjoy eating out, Biza. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, boy. Wow. I just wanted to go through Flipboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So going back, onto the, going back onto the screens and the McDonald's thing and everything, uh, this year we've watched 60 billion hours of gaming online. 60 billion hours. And that's all stored somewhere, right? Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. I mean. It doesn't scale. Like, it doesn't scale. Like, behind mm -hmm. the scenes doesn't scale, but we, we keep doing it. We keep doing it. Um, on the flip side of that, going towards the hills and technology moving on, I tell you what is, like, really picking up steam is um, e-bikes. Mm. I absolutely love electric bikes. I always have. Um mainly because for a large, I say a large section, for about three or four years of my life, I was back and forth between cities and I needed a little car to do that. But uh, there's bikes now, e-bikes, that can do like 150 miles on a single charge that are coming out. And I just love the, I love the idea of an electric bike that can do that amount of miles because especially around here, like I can go down the canal. I can literally go down out the door on the canal all the way down the canal to a city like just follow the canal straight into, you know, like the footpath next to the canal all the way down to it. Like right. I, I guess you can get to Derby and Birmingham and a whole bunch of, you know, f through the different canals. Um, and you can do that, you know, maybe do that in two or three hours or whatever, but, uh, you know, 20 miles return and trip and you still like a hundred odd miles in your bike. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, like, I the remember when a hundred something was like impressive for a car to get a hundred an electric mm. car to get a hundred miles. Like I remember when that was like, whoa. And the fact yeah. that we're, we're chucking these batteries on bikes, like. Is yeah. There's a new, so I don't know if you've seen the, I don't know if you've seen the new Kia, uh, the Kia. No, no, the Kia. Oh, there's a new electric Kia, which is just insane. Optima. Mm, no, 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 no. I think. There. Uh, new. Let me see if I can find it. New Kia EV. It's called cool, like Hero or Hero or something like that. Nero, okay. Nero, the Nero. I don't know if you've seen the Nero. No. This thing is crazy. Like this has just come out and um, it's 22,000. It's a bit like a, it's a bit like a SUV um, and totally, totally like, totally didn't see it coming from like Kia 
And this thing has got 74 miles per gallon MPG, right? It has oh, battery it's electric and electric assist. Well, there's three there's three different models. The, the electric model complete is crazy. Um yeah. it, it's got battery and energy combined. It's got a seven year hundred thousand mile warranty. Seven years, right? Yeah. CO2 emissions. Amazing. Like mm-hmm. amazing with that. And then there's um so there's different versions. And so the Nero four, I think it is. Um, which is the full EV one. What's so special about it compared to all the EVs on the market is this thing can do, I think, somewhere upwards of about 250 to 300 miles. Wow. Like the battery the battery technology has jumped massively. That's crazy. Like, and massively. it's a big SUV. It's not like it for any of you who are just listening, no. like – it's a it's and you haven't looked it up yet. It's a nice size SUV with a hatchback. Like you could easily yeah. put a bed in the back there and yeah, just yeah. be chilling. I like the blue one. The so the 2019 Nero EV, um, 201 horsepower is 240 mile range on a single charge. 240 miles. Like wow that. That was that's that's like a change in about a year and a half from where we were with like hundred, hundred thirty, yeah. hundred forty. Like you say, it's a big, it's a big car, but you know, like Kia have like really moved quick, yeah, real quick from where they were to where they are now. I don't know what the perception is like in Europe, but in the states, when I was growing up, Kia was like nobody took Kia seriously. Like it was like yeah, yeah. just a whatever car just you had just because you had to get from A to B and it might not be very reliable. And they just, they've gone so hard. in the past. Like I love my Kia. I've had it like, I've had it nearly five years now and it's been absolutely perfect. My dad, who's the mechanic, the BMW mechanic loves working <laughs> on my car because it crazy. doesn't need anything. He's like, uh, he's like your car is dream to work on because it's just like breaks now and again. And you know, oil changes and then gets back on the road and does another hundred thousand miles. It's just so that's good. crazy for, to come from your dad as well. Like for who, oh, who yeah. kind of trained for that particular thing, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I think uh, it, it, I, it's awesome. Like cars are becoming a lot more competitive. You can get so much more from your, for your money than I think you mm. used to be able to like that one. What does that one start at? Like 30, 30 grand, I would I say. Yes. I guess, yeah. Something like that. I mean, that's not, that's not like, it's a lot of no, money, no. but it's nothing crazy. It's nothing not like, really. you know, not it's when not you consider, luxury car prices. Not when you consider that charging that would probably cost you about 10 or 15 pounds in electricity mm-hmm. to do 240 miles. I mean, that's crazy to be able to do 240 miles for that amount of money. Probably cost you 50 or 60 here in the UK. Because obviously petrol's expensive, fuel's expensive in the UK, but even though it's, 60 quid, 50, 60 quid to do 200, 200 something miles, like 10, 15 mm-hmm. to do 240 electric miles. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, damn. Like if I had that the with the amount that I drive, I'd probably have to charge less than once a week, <laughs> maybe twice a yeah. month I'd have to recharge. But can you imagine, but if you, can you imagine like jumping on that in terms of like food delivery and stuff as well though? I mean, oh yeah. That's pretty fire. Or even if you had like a little teardrop, I'm sure that thing could pull a teardrop trailer, like- yeah. You'd be ready to I go. I mean, I've, ju- 
I've sent you the uh, I've sent you the new little electric scooters that are coming as well, like in uh, January, February two thousand nineteen. We're going st- to see a lot of this stuff mm. like take off really quickly. This one called the UK startup called the Zap, um, the i three hundred, top speed of sixty, and it's got a pull out battery pack. Will you want to um, go sixty miles an hour on a scooter though? No, that's God, no. fucking terrifying to me. Yeah, I mean, no, how, how do really. they deal with that? Like in terms of the laws. Is it like street legal? Like, would you have to have yeah. a motorcycle license or still no? It's just like a weird loophole. Yeah, you, yeah no, you have to have a motorcycle. Yeah, if you have it on the road, you have to have plates and mirrors and a helmet. Yeah, you've got to have all that if, you, if you're if having it on the road for sure. But that's, um, still, that's still so wild. I just see all these, like, we see it a lot on Steam Hunt. There's so many, especially with the e-bikes, there's like a million different brands. Like some, you. Uh-huh. It sounds like, <laughs> from what it seems like, if you have the money, you can just spin up an e-bike company in a weekend. Like there Pretty are, much. it's not. You know what I mean? Like the ground floor to, to entry is just so much lower with bikes and scooters, obviously, than cars. That like people, <laughs> people are just whipping up e-bikes like left, right, and well, center. It's like drone guns. Kind of. They've kind of nailed. They've kind of nailed the. Um, the batteries and the drive chains and all of that stuff now they've got that all locked down so now it's just marrying it with you know what does the customer want the customers like and and that's turned around so quickly that's my biggest point with all this is the speed of how things are happening you know we talk about like how fast time moves by literally i bought an electric bike like five years ago sold it what two years ago when you were here i think or when you went back um from then to now like a year and a half two years later like bikes have got lighter they're more reliable the battery lasts longer like crazy amount of innovation in a small period of time like and to get to market as well Mm. you know that that's the crazy thing of how fast the internet social media and advertising marketing you know bloggers vloggers that's how fast things have really picked up is that this stuff is getting out there and people are are hearing about it and buying it that's the biggest thing they're actually like yeah i want one of them you know, they're actually putting the money into it. So where somebody might take five years to build a company up and get a certain amount of orders, now it's like, you know, I, I, saw, I saw Monzo, this startup bank here in the UK. They were like, oh, we're doing a we're doing a fundraiser for like 20 million. And they did it in like three and a half hours. So that, you know, people who had 2,000 pounds in their Monzo account could have shares in the business. Wow. Shares in a bank like <laughs> from an app. Yeah, just to co-op out a bank like that. That's unprecedented. Nobody's ever done that before. So, like, there's a lot of interesting things that are rapidly happening quickly because of time. So I can't, yeah. I can't be mad at it. Well, that's the, that's the thing. Like, think about like we always. This always comes to mind where you think about what you can get done in a day in mm. terms of communication, mm. in terms of organization, getting people together, collaborating. Like, what can be accomplished in 24 hours is so exponentially like more than things were in the horse and buggy days. You know what I mean? Like right. if you just wanted to say right. hi to somebody, you had to, <laughs> you had to put that message on a donkey and send it off into the sunset and wait for it to get there. Like, yeah. so yes, time is moving faster, but I think we're also able to get more done in that amount of time. So yeah. I don't know, maybe that's like some type of weird, weird consolation prize. Well, it's, it's access to it as well, right? Like mm. I just put another link in your, in your chat sweet lord i would you know, okay go ahead you, you know you can get a you can buy a really really cheap computer now access to a computer like the raspberry pi for like 20 30 quid 25 30 35 dollars and so bad you, for us. you 
you can run a whole like Raspberry Pi hydroponic. hydroponic. So you can grow Garden. your own food. Like if you get some lights and you know, you set. Sick. So sick. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do in 2019. I want to do that with you so bad. Like every, I don't, you can t- take care of the Raspberry Pi stuff because it's all very overwhelming for me, but I really do want to learn about gardening and hydroponics. I no just worries. feel like that would be so sick. Okay. I just have one last um, article that I want to talk about. Go for it. Chaos and the Chocolate Factory as Leak Smothers German Street. <laughs> I saw this. I saw this. I saw oh, guys with spades. Oh, my God. Hold on. I'm sending it to you just so you have it for reference because yeah. there's a literal river of chocolate running down the street. And there's like Which German SWAT hard. team at the end, of the end of the road. Yeah, because how do you deal with a chocolate street? I, I mean, like, that's a problem, uh, right? I don't know. But, like, what? Wow. What if you a- click on the photos... <laughs> If you click on the photos, there's people literally, as it's gone hard, they've literally got like spades yeah. like digging up the chocolate road. Wow. I, I just, I, I would love to know if anybody's just literally got a spoon in there or out there just like getting, can you, can you eat it or is it run off or is it not ready no, yet? I mean, I it says a ton, an actual ton of chocolate flowed out of a factory and solidified on the pavement because obviously it's cold this time of year. Um, <laughs> the German. How do, you, how do you spring a chocolate? <laughs> wait, leak? wait! This how is the sp- answer to your question. This is the most German thing I've ever seen. The German newspaper reported that a small quote small technical defect involving a storage tank caused the chocolate to spill out from the chocolate factory um, in this town, which I can't pronounce without being offensive. Western, West, Westernon. Westernon. West, Westernon. Westernon. Uh, who yeah. knows? After hitting the chili pavement, the milk chocolate quickly hardened. I mean, at that point, you just ring the bell in town and have everybody show up with a cup. 25 firefighters worked to pry the chocolate off with shovels. They also used hot water and torches to remove the remaining bits from cracks and holes. Well, isn't that just lovely? I mean, in my neighborhood, I had a dead deer on the side of the road for a week and a half. But in Germany... They got chocolate, <laughs> chocolate problems, and they've got uh, they've got twenty five firefighters dealing with it on the on the nose. I love that. Crazy. I love Crazy. that. Thanks, thanks Germany. Thanks for that. I mean, I'm sure well, somebody lost their job, but you don't hear about like defect. I I don't hear about many things that are like defect tanks in germany no. like most things most things i consider of germany is to be like super high quality water so tight maybe chocolate may, tight in this maybe people are not buying much chocolate because it's a bit of a luxury now so they're just keeping it in tanks and the tanks are like just given out because normally they just like sell the stuff and it's just sitting there i, I guess you can't keep that time of year, maybe they just got everything on full tilt like for christmas oh they're true just, like, screaming true. in the factories <laughs> yeah. like everybody <laughs> Like Veruca Salt, like kicking off in the back. Yeah, I'm telling you. Like, can you imagine what it's like in a German chocolate factory at Christmas time? No, I can't. Well, we do know now. now <laughs> know. That's what it. That's what it looks <laughs> well, like. This one, anyway. <laughs> uh, it's coming up to six p.m. GMT here. Uh, yeah. I presume. What time is it there? Just before lunch uh, or one oh four p.m. Yeah, just one o'clock. But it's a little chilly in this basement, so I gotta I gotta keep it moving, and I gotta finish up my soups upstairs. So, all right, it's about fifty one well, minutes runtime. So I think we, I think we nailed. We did all right. Yeah, we did all right. Yeah. I, I like our little chats. I mean, I'm sure people 
if people are listening to them in the background, they can just have them on the uh, the radio. Oh, for people who may be interested in um, our other show, um, Product Sense, um, and also Steam Blockchain and blockchains in general, mm. and what is Steam? There's a um, like a gather this Thursday, so tomorrow night. So we're going to put this out tonight, Thursday. Uh, on the Steam blockchain, if you go to steamit.com forward slash at sign pensif, P-E-N-N-S-I-F, um, there's a gentleman from, I believe, Wales who puts on a radio show every week and he's pulling together all of the, like, people uh, from, you know, like, witnesses and people who are developers, people are doing things on the chain because there's been some bad news recently that 70% of the workforce had to be laid off because of, what's called the bear market. It's been a bad year for crypto. And uh, with Steam and other crypto companies, obviously it's hit them hard because they need the price to be going up rather than going down. And so we're pulling all these people together. So if you're interested in anything uh, blockchain or like still interested in Bitcoin or still, you know, kind of the murmurings of crypto and never mm. got into it, but wanted to get into it, do check it out. Yeah, and if you are interested in following the Flipboard that we have, the Positively Negative official Flipboard account, <laughs> uh, I made a nice little uh, short link. So that's smarturl.it slash PN Flipboard. So Positively Negative PN Flipboard. Um, I like that. You want to see the things that we think are interesting. Because I you're you're a much more dedicated flipper than I am. I just I felt like- I'm hardcore, yeah. I need, I need, a, I need an iPad for that yeah no it's much better on an ipad i have to say for sure uh nice little plug there i need an ipad for christmas for, uh, i wonder if we say who? apple or apple or apple I'm apple apple ipad ipad oh, ipad I wonder if we can get onto the pencil uh, i wonder if we can get on the sponsor list for that oh, all right i'm gonna play the outro okay bye bye you can support the show by heading to anchor.fm slash positive and clicking the support this podcast button or by checking out any of this week's sponsors. Subscribe to Positively Negative wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can hang out with us on Discord by visiting smarturl.it forward slash talkback. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Yay! Bye!